0: Hello and welcome back to Coco Sleep, a podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. Did you know that baby goats are called kids? Well, tonight we meet a kid called Bluebell who cannot sleep. We all know the feeling of lying there tired but sleepless, and it's very frustrating This story is full of good ideas for how to fall asleep, though, and could be a good one to listen to when you're struggling. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month, and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. I find one of the best things to do is to stop thinking of sleeping and start thinking of relaxing your body. Try to clear your mind of your busy thoughts and instead work on relaxing one part of your body at a time. Starting with your feet, moving up your legs to your hips, your tummy, your chest, shoulders, neck. Head, arms, hands, until every single part of your body is relaxed. Now, snuggle down a little bit more and come with me to meet our friendly baby goat called Bluebell, who is trying and trying to fall asleep. Nothing is working until her grandma takes her on a twilight stroll around the farm where they live. They meet many animals during their walk, including a sheepdog, who gives Bluebell some very wise advice. And, very soon, she easily falls asleep. Let's begin The Kid Who Couldn't Sleep by Gillian Rogerson Bluebell was a baby goat who lived inside a cosy shed with her family, She had been born on a sunny spring day in April, when the fields had been carpeted in delicate bluebells. When her parents first laid eyes on their beautiful daughter, they knew bluebell was the perfect name for her. Bluebell's favourite part of every day was bedtime. She would have a bubble bath, followed by a warm drink, and then get all snug and warm inside her bed of hay. Bluebell would listen to a bedtime story and then gently drift off to sleep. But one evening, Bluebell just could not get to sleep. She'd had her bath and her warm drink. She had snuggled down in her soft bed and laid her head upon her pillow. Then. She had listened to a calming bedtime story about two dogs having an adventure in a faraway land. Bluebell had closed her eyes, smiled softly, but hadn't fallen asleep. And now she shuffled this way and that way in her bed, trying to get more comfortable. She wondered if there was something wrong with her bed. Bluebell nodded to herself. Yes, that was it. There must be something wrong with her bed. She didn't know exactly what was wrong with it, so she called out for her mum. Her mum came rushing into the room wearing her dressing gown with pink curlers in her hair. Mum asked, Bluebell, are you okay? Bluebell pointed to her bed and told her mum, There must be something wrong with it, because she just could not get to sleep. Bluebell asked if there was different straw inside it that evening. Bluebell's mum shook her head and said it was the same straw that they always used, the straw that the farmer left by the door for them. Bluebell gave the bed a long look and decided some of the straw was in the wrong place and asked her mum if she should shuffle it about a bit. Mum said it was worth a try. Bluebell hopped out of bed, and with her mum's help, she shuffled the straw about and gave it a good pat down. Mum said, Is that better, Bluebell? The little kid noticed a piece of straw sticking up at the bottom of the bed. She moved over to it, plucked it from the bed and gave it to her mum. Bluebell said, I don't need this bit. I think my bed is perfect now. Thanks, mum. Good night. Bluebell got back into bed and snuggled down on the soft, comfy straw. Her mum said, Good night, sweet dreams, and tiptoed out of the room. Bluebell sighed happily and waited to fall asleep. She waited and waited, but she just could not get to sleep. She sat up and looked at the pillow. Was there something wrong with it? Yes, that was it. There must be something wrong with her pillow. She didn't know exactly what was wrong with it, so she called out for her dad. Her dad came rushing into the room. Bluebell, you okay? he asked. Bluebell pointed to the pillow and said she couldn't sleep because there was something wrong with it. Dad said, Perhaps the pillow needs plumping up. Should I do that for you? Bluebell nodded. She watched her dad plump up the pillow until it was the perfect shape and plumpness. He passed it to Bluebell and told her to give it an extra plump up for good luck. Bluebell did so. She put the extra plump pillow back on her bed and laid her head on it. She sighed happily and told her dad it was perfect. She thanked him for his help. Her dad said, good night, sweet dreams, and tiptoed out of the room. Bluebell closed her eyes and waited to fall asleep. She waited and waited, but she just couldn't get to sleep. What could be wrong now? Bluebell sat up and thought about the matter. Uh Aha. She had forgotten to tell her parents about her day, what she'd done, what games she had played, and the new dance she had made up with her best friend, Clover the Calf. She had to tell them about the new dance, and she had to tell them right now. She called out for her parents. Her mum and dad came rushing into the room and asked what was wrong. Bluebell said, I haven't told you about my day. That's why I can't sleep. I'll tell you all about it now, and I'll show you the new dance I made up. You can join in with me if you want to. Bluebell's mum covered up a yawn with her hoof, blinked tiredly, and said, Bluebell, it's getting late. Could you tell us about your dance tomorrow instead, please? Bluebell said, But what if I forget everything? My thoughts about my day won't go away unless I tell you everything now. I can feel my thoughts going round and round my head, and they won't keep still. Dad said, I completely understand, Bluebell. My thoughts are like that some nights. And you know what I do? Bluebell shook her head. Her dad continued. I write everything down in my journal. I even add pictures sometimes. Would you like a journal of your own? I've got some spare ones that I haven't used yet. Bluebell said. She would like that very much. Dad left the room and returned a few moments later with three blank journals. The journals were in different colors, purple, blue, and green. Bluebell chose the purple one. Dad gave her a purple pencil to go with it and told her to write down all those thoughts that were in her head. And once they were on the paper, they wouldn't be in her head anymore and she'd be able to sleep. Bluebell opened the journal to the first blank page and said, Can I tell you what I've written in here tomorrow morning? Only if you want to, Dad replied. It's your journal with your thoughts. You can do what you like with it. Bluebell said thank you and began to draw a picture of herself dancing with Clover. Her parents said, good night, sweet dreams, and tiptoed out of the room. Bluebell drew another picture, and then another one. She yawned. She wrote about the games she had played that day and the food she had eaten. She yawned again. Bluebell looked at the journal. She couldn't think of anything else to write and decided her thoughts must have left her head for the night. The little kid closed the journal and put it on her bedside table with a purple pencil next to it. She settled down in her comfy bed with her head on her plump pillow. Her mind was free of all thoughts. She waited to fall asleep. She waited and waited. But she just could not get to sleep. She shuffled this way and that way. She plumped up her pillow again. She thought about writing in her journal again but was too tired to do so. Bluebell mumbled to herself, I don't understand why I can't sleep when I'm so very tired. She thought she might be thirsty or hungry. Should she call out for her parents again? She heard soft snores coming from their room and thought it best not to disturb them again. Bluebell stared at her ceiling and sighed. Her door gently opened, and Grandma tiptoed in. She smiled at Bluebell and whispered, I heard you shuffling about in your bed. Can't you sleep, little one? Bluebell whispered back, I can't, Grandma. I'm so very tired, but I just can't fall asleep. Bluebell told her about the bed, the pillow, and the journal. Grandma nodded in understanding and said she sometimes had those nights where she couldn't sleep. And it just so happened but she was having one of those nights that evening. And what will you do to help you sleep, Grandma? Bluebell asked. Grandma replied, I'll go for a twilight stroll around the farm and see if that tires me out a little more. Would you like to come with me? Bluebell said yes and quietly climbed out of bed. Grandma and Bluebell tiptoed into the kitchen and put on their coats. As Grandma helped to button up Bluebell's coat, she said, Bluebell, you must never go for a twilight stroll on your own because the farm looks different at nighttime. And we don't want you wandering into the stables or into the chicken coop by mistake. Imagine, if you woke up next to the chicks one morning, you might start chirping like they do. Grandma smiled. Bluebell giggled at the thought and promised never to go out walking on her own. The kid left the house with her grandma. The full moon was out, but it wasn't quite dark yet, and the sky was a beautiful shade of lilac. Hundreds of sparkling stars were scattered across the sky like diamonds. Grandma and Bluebell heard some chirping coming from the chicken coop. Grandma said it sounded like the chicks were still awake the two goats walked over to the chicken coop. The little fluffy chicks were running around their tired mother, chirping about something. Their mother was shaking her head and asking them to speak one at a time, please. Grandma said to the mother, "'Good evening, Mildred. "'Is something wrong with your babies?' Can we help? Mildred gave her chicks a soft smile and told Bluebell's grandma her babies should have been asleep by now. But they kept telling her they couldn't sleep because something was wrong inside the henhouse. But because they were all talking at once, she didn't know what the problem was. An idea came to Bluebell and she asked Mildred if she could join them in the coop, because she might be able to stop the chicks from talking all at once. Mildred said yes, of course, and invited Bluebell in. Bluebell jumped over the low fence that surrounded the coop and began to perform the dance she had made up earlier that day. She jigged from side to side bobbed and boogied. The chirping chicks fell silent and gazed in wonder at the dancing kid. Some of them joined in Bluebell's moves. Bluebell came to the end of her dance and before the chicks could start chirping again, she asked what was wrong inside the henhouse and why they couldn't sleep. One of the chicks said We can't get comfy in our beds We think there must be something wrong with them But we don't know what Bluebell asked Mildred if she could have a look at the chicks' beds Mildred flapped her wing and said yes, please do Ducking her head Bluebell squeezed into the henhouse and looked at the line of little straw beds. The chicks followed her in. Bluebell thought about her own bed at home and told the chicks to give the straw in their beds a good shuffle around until the beds felt comfortable again. There was a flurry of golden yellow feathers as the chicks rushed towards their little beds and started to rearrange the tufts of straw. Once they had finished that, Bluebell told them to plump up their pillows. She told them how to do it. The chicks listened carefully to her instructions and plumped up their tiny pillows. The tired chicks snuggled down in their beds and told Bluebell that they were perfectly comfortable now. The chicks looked so cosy and sleepy that they made Bluebell yawn. The sleepy chicks yawned too. The chicks' eyes closed and one by one they fell asleep. Bluebell whispered, Good night, sweet dreams, and tiptoed out of the henhouse. Mildred thanked the kind kid and said the chicks had never fallen asleep all at the same time before. She said good night to the two goats and walked towards the henhouse with a blissful smile on her face. Grandma asked Bluebell if she was ready to go home. Not just yet, Grandma, Bluebell replied. The two goats continued strolling around the farm. They soon heard a commotion coming from the pigsty. Grandma said, It sounds like one of the piglets is still awake. He really should be asleep at this time of the night. Shall we see what's going on? Bluebell nodded. The two goats walked towards the pigsty. They saw one of the piglets, Jeremy, jigging about in front of his parents, talking non-stop. Grandma called out a quiet, Good evening, Jeremy was too lost in his words to notice the visitors. He continued talking about one thing and another, his legs jigging in time to the rapid melody of his words. Jeremy's mother walked over to the goats and said, Good evening. I hope Jeremy's not disturbing your twilight stroll." He said he wouldn't be able to sleep until he told us absolutely everything about his day and all the things he's been thinking about. She laughed softly. (laughs) He isn't showing any signs of slowing down yet. I had no idea Jeremy had so many thoughts in his head. Ruba said, I had lots of thoughts in my head earlier, and my dad told me to write them down in a journal. Jeremy's mother moved closer and said, A journal? Tell me more. Bluebell did so. Jeremy's mother said they didn't have any journals in their home, but she had a notepad that she used as a shopping list, and would that do? Bluebell said it might. The mother pig spun around and dashed into the small shed where the family slept at night. She returned with a notepad and a pencil for Jeremy. The piglet finally stopped talking and looked at the book in confusion. His mother pointed to Bluebell and explained how she had written down all her thoughts earlier and it had made her head feel clearer. Jeremy said, I can write down all my thoughts? Every single one? His mother nodded. Bluebell said he could draw lots of pictures too if he wanted. Jeremy grinned at the book and said, I'm going to start writing straight away. I'll do that in my bed so I'm comfy and cosy. Thanks, Mum. Thanks, Bluebell. The happy piglet walked towards the family home. His mum smiled when she saw him yawning. Jeremy's mother and father said thank you to Bluebell and her grandma. Mildred said she would pop to the shops in the morning and buy some journals as she quite liked the idea of having one for herself. The ghosts said good night and walked away. Grandma asked Bluebell if she was ready to return home yet. Not just yet, Grandma, Bluebell replied. The two goats continued on their twilight walk. The rest of the farm animals were fast asleep. The ducks and ducklings snoozed at the side of their pond. The horses and foals slept snugly inside their stable. Rabbits were cozy inside their burrows. Cows and calves slumbered peacefully in the fields. Bluebell saw her friend, Clover, fast asleep with her sisters. She wondered if Clover was dreaming about the dance they had made up that day. That would be a nice dream. Thinking about dreams made Bluebell yawn. Soft snores echoed around the farm, a soothing lullaby of snoozing animals, happily lost in their peaceful dreams. Grandma looked down at Bluebell and asked again if she was ready to go home. Bluebell yawned, blinked tiredly and said, Not just yet, Grandma, but if you want to go home, I'll go too. Grandma smiled and said, Not just yet. When I'm out on one of my twilight strolls, I always end up in a certain place to meet an old friend of mine. Let me take you there now. And after that, I think we'll both be ready to go home and sleep. Grandma led Bluebell away from the sleeping farm animals and into a field. The bright moon shone brightly across the grass, and at first, Bluebell thought the fluffy clouds had fallen from the sky and were resting on the ground. She rubbed her tired eyes and saw the clouds weren't clouds at all. They were actually sheep and lambs who were fast asleep on the soft grass. An elderly sheepdog was sitting in the middle of the field. He was called Shep and had been in charge of the sheep for years just like his father and his grandfather had been before him. Shep was sitting upright and keeping an expert eye on the dozing sheep and lambs, ready to tend to any who woke up in the night. Grandma and Bluebell walked over to Shep and sat next to him. Shep smiled at them and said to Bluebell's grandma, "Mm, It seems like you're having one of those nights when you can't sleep again. Grandma nodded. Bluebell said she was having one of those nights too, and didn't think she would ever get to sleep. In a slow, soothing tone, Shep said, Sleep. Always comes when you stop thinking about it. Take a closer look around you and focus on what you can see and smell. Bluebell gazed softly at the full moon, shining brightly in the navy sky and the stars that glittered and glimmered. She felt the warm evening air wrap around her like a comforting blanket. She heard an owl hooting from a tree at the edge of the field. Bluebell rested against her grandma, her tired eyes struggling to stay open. Shep said to the little kid, When I can't get to sleep, I like to count things, especially my sheep. Would you like to try that? You don't have to move. Stay right where you are. Bluebell said she was good at counting and could count all the way up to a hundred. Shep began counting. And bluebell joined in. One sleeping sheep. Two sleeping sheep. Three sleeping sheep. Four sleeping sheep. Five sleeping sheep. Six sleeping sheep. Seven sleeping sheep. Eight sleeping sheep. Nine sleeping sheep, ten sleeping sheep. Bluebell let out a long, long yawn. She told Shep she'd lost count of the sheep. The wise old sheepdog said that was okay and she could start from the beginning. So Bluebell did. One sleeping sheep, two sleeping sheep, three sleeping sheep, four sleeping sheep, five sleeping sheep, six sleeping sheep, seven sleeping sheep, eight sleeping sheep, nine sleeping sheep, ten sleeping sheep. Bluebell's heavy eyes began to close. She felt sleepier and sleepier. She lost count of the sheep and started again. One sleeping sheep. Two sleeping sheep. Three sleeping sheep. Four sleeping sheep. Bluebell. The kid who couldn't go to sleep, finally fell asleep. Her grandma picked her up, said goodnight to Shep, and carried her granddaughter back to the family home. She tucked the sleeping kid into her cozy bed of straw and whispered, Goodnight sweet dreams, and then she tiptoed out of the room. Bluebell was fast asleep in her cosy bed and dreaming about counting sheep. One sleeping sheep, two sleeping sheep, three sleeping sheep. Four sleeping sheep, five sleeping sheep, six sleeping sheep, seven sleeping sheep, eight sleeping sheep, nine sleeping sheep, ten sleeping sheep.